this segment, I am joined by Trinidadian digital content creator and panelist Joshua Ricrello. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Um, okay, so hello. How are you? Hi, I'm cool. Okay, awesome. How are you? I'm good. Um, so would you like to introduce yourself to the audience? Okay. Hi, my name is Joshua Regrello, and I am a panist um, slash musician as well as a, a content creator. Okay, awesome. Okay, so um, I was going through your content last night. I am familiar mm-hmm. that you are a panist, um, but before we jump into that, um, can you tell me how did you got into digital creating? Um, I think, to be honest, I've always been a digital creator and I've always been interested in it, you know, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because um, for as long as I can remember, I've just been, like, invested in, 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 this, in this form of, like, um, creativity. So, like, for, let me give you an example. I've always been, like, obsessed with, like, videos and love videos. I had, like, I had a, um, a YouTube channel since I've been in, like, Form 1. I've had, like, multiple YouTube channels, to be honest. I've had one um, since around like my action figure collection when I was younger and um, I had another one that was centered around me being in a band and then another one for another band um, so it's and it's, it's just always been I think I've always been obsessed and like um, very interested in, in, in like creation and video creation okay awesome but what do you think like um um like do you think YouTube should be more invested in like Caribbean content people. Um, well, I think on a whole we would appreciate more um, investment yeah. in, in in all um the social media on a whole. Yeah. yeah, and and in the creative realms. Um, I think thankfully, um, due to the pandemic, we had to um just be a lot more digital, just the entire world, and then because of that, there is more investment and just like development in 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 the um the digital world right in Trinidad in particular and Caribbean mm-hmm. so I think that that's just one of the pluses um of the pandemic yeah because I think with um Spotify how it um how they release Spotify now um I think they are yeah. they are releasing um I think campaigns for marketing in the Caribbean itself so that should be mm-hmm. interested to see how it would unravel so yeah I'm jumping on to the next question um, the next question. Yeah, yeah you go ahead. <laughs> the next question is music. So, um, yeah. how did you get into music? I know, as you said, that you are a panist, and you know, in I think in Trinidad culture, you know how um, the steel pan is our national instrument. Parents would like encourage your children to play pan. I mean, I played pan. I wasn't <coughs> encouraged, but I had to do it at CSEC, no, um, for NCSE level, as an exam. <coughs> so, yeah. Um, well, well, to be honest, I grew up in a pan family. Uh, mm-hmm. My dad was the captain of TCL, um, Skipper Bunch, it was called that at the time. Now he's the manager, and now the band is called Caribbean Airlines Skipper Seal Orchestra. But I grew up in a pan yard, literally. I spent, like, the majority of, like, my, um, just, like, my growing up in a pan yard. And so it was just really a natural progression for me to play, to play pan, to be honest. So, you have any particular, like, any artists that you would like to share or reasons why you like them? 
Um, on a whole, to be honest, every single person, um, just because I, 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 I see myself as, as getting inspiration from every single person. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why, um, cause I know this, this, um, you, you, you saw me through, um, some of my K-pop covers, right? Well, actually, I, I, like, um, that's not, that's probably recently how I ask you, but I know about you, I know about your Steel Pan covers, I have watched it, like, way before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, as I said, like, I just get inspiration from everyone, I think, if we go into, like, just K-pop, I think, just, when I, when I, when I, when I discovered the rule of K-pop, um, oh. I was just amazed by every single thing, like, I just, didn't know like, you was interested um, in yeah, I won't say like I, I'm completely knowledgeable about, about mm-hmm. knowledgeable about it to mm-hmm. say like yeah um but I do have a very minor knowledge on it and it's mm-hmm. like the, just the entire industry is amazing to me and like just like when you look at the music videos it looks like you're in just a whole different world mm-hmm. um and and so that's like everything I get inspiration from every single thing all artists all genres all types of creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know about um I don't know if you know this local artist her name is Annalie Prime. Annalie Prime, no, I, I don't, but I will um, yeah. do some research on her. Um, so I was interviewing her, and she was telling me that, um, you know, she does, um, she listens to everything, but she didn't want to have, like, a traditional kind of song in a kind of way, you know, and I think uh-huh. as as artists, like, artists in our generation, you know, um, where some people would be like, oh, that you should stick to dance hall or like um, Calypso and stuff. But, you know, some people have their own song and they want to move out to be like a global kind of thing. Yeah, to me, it's just um, all about growth and, and never being. Yeah. So I, I do think I'm a, my personality yeah, and, and just like I think of, like my creative brand is not particularly any niche. So mm-hmm. I just like to be. Um, influenced by everything and learning from everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my um, friend, I think I uh, was, um, she wrote a piece, uh, piece of being a music listener, more potentially uh, um, being black and listening to K-pop. So what, because you know, the stigma around it with Asians and stuff, like, you know, so <coughs> she put that into perspective. <coughs> so I'm moving on now. Um, so, well, I recently, well, I saw recently, I recently followed you, um, noticing your soca thread, right? Um, where... Yeah, the samples in soca thread. Yes. Yeah. Thank yeah. Lord you make us a thread about it <laughs> instead of posting it individually. Because <laughs> I find it super interesting because you don't really see, um, much about those, like, culture and stuff where it could be posted yeah. online for people to see. Um, so tell me how you come about, came across in wanting to do that thread. So I was actually on TikTok and I saw a guy, I think his name was DJ Habby Beats. Mm-hmm. And he was showing samples in like rock music and mm-hmm. R&B and just like various genres. Now. Yeah. And I've always been knowledgeable about some of the samples in Soka. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, you know what, this is a good idea. It's a good time to do it. Um, so and I, I just created a series from there. Mm, awesome. Well, and you know, TikTok is like, it's very resourceful, a resourceful yeah. information. And I think nobody, like, they don't really judge her, you know? But... <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love TikTok. Yeah. I'm not really on it, but I, I assume in what people post on, like, what I see, 
is how I see it as. Um, yeah, I know. So I know, like in Trinidad, the arts, well, art of being creative is not really kind of like welcome, and you know, like some people don't really care. But how do you think when, how do you think your your digital content is received um, online and in Trinidad? I mean, I would argue that it is. Um, just being an artist and a creative is encouraged. I think they're just. As with everything, there are um, some. There's some people that will discourage it, mm-hmm. um, and I think there are just some people that don't um, see the the worth of it, mm-hmm. um, or, or see see it being sustainable, especially like as a career. But I think as 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 a society, we are very creative people. So I won't I won't fully say that we um we we discourage it on a whole. I think in terms of my content now. Um, I think it, it has been well received, and I'm, I'm, I'm forever grateful for the support that it gets. Um, mm-hmm. So the samples and soca series that we just spoke about that was actually shown on the news last night, um, and a lot of times my content gets onto like the news or like Sunday newspapers, mm-hmm. or just like highlighted in, in on our platforms that I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. and it's all because of people's support. Because whenever, in, let's say like the sample and soca series that was featured on the news. Um, whenever like my uh, one of my content gets on the news, it's because it was um, it's featured on what whatever news station's trending segment, and for it to be trending, it has to be that means that people are like watching it and encouraging it and sharing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm and I think that everything I do is um, well received, and I'm and I'm super grateful to every single person for the support that they give me. Okay, awesome. Um, but what advice would you give someone? Um, in terms of putting out digital content like yourself? Um, I would say, A, just do it. Cause I think a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. like they have ideas, but they want to do it, and then yeah. they just like get into like a cycle of like, uh, um, just like a wheel of procrastination. Mm-hmm. And um, I think just do it. Believe in yourself and just do it. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's one, just again, over the hurdle of, of actually releasing content. I think that's like the first hurdle for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think two, just stay true to yourself um, and, and and be confident and believe in yourself and, and, and just know that once you're happy with what you're releasing, I don't think you should really um, focus on like numbers and likes and comments and mm-hmm. followers. I think it just matters um, once you're pleased with what you're doing, that's all that matters mm-hmm. to be honest. The thing about it is consistency and persistence. Because I myself, yeah, I myself, I write, and um, when I first started, it wasn't like I had to do it from self-taught, and I did, I did improve, and some people yeah. did in fact tell me I improved, so that was, that was something very big for me. But I think for now, like yeah. how the pandemic hit, I'm not really creating anything, and I'm just like, I think I'm in a space where it's just I hit with writer's block. So, I'm like, how can uh, I, like, even though when I'm reading, I'm just... You, what? Sorry? Go, no, you go ahead. No, you go you ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I, I was going to ask you, what do you do when you get writer's block or any kind of creative block? Um, what I do, I usually, like, I probably watch or listen to music or read, but sometimes the reading does be kind of exhausting when, um, when, when I want them to write something. So, I would just have to, like, put the book away. And mod- more watch focus on the <clears throat> visual stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say if anyone in, in a similar case like that, I think for me and my my biggest opinion on this topic is um, you just need to create more. 
Um, because I think a lot of people like wait on inspiration to hit. Yeah. Um, that's why that was why my advice before was um mm-hmm. to just start creating content. Because I think a lot of people wait on like inspiration to hit. And I think the main thing for me yeah. and based on my answer is that inspiration never hits. To be honest, I don't think it is a a real thing of inspiration hits. And I think it's just productivity breeding productivity. Mm-hmm. So the more you do, the more you just feel to do mm-hmm. more. Um, and sometimes you people might think, or even myself, I might think, yeah. I'm in a real creative mood right now. I'm just like um, mm-hmm. doing a lot of cr- creativity. I think it's just a matter of me um, being productive on that, on as in doing content, irrespective of, of how I'm feeling, mm-hmm. and that just make, make make me feel to do more content or just mm-hmm. be more creative. Yeah, but but that's my two cents yeah. though. Honestly. Quality of a quantity. I always say that. Yeah, well, I mean, it it, it that is that could also be argued. Depends on what you're doing. True, um, true. Because like in some cases. Um, like on TikTok, if you're looking at like TikTok as a platform, TikTok, um, some people would say that, okay, I want to make just quality content and they might make like one video um, a day. Mm-hmm. But the, the TikTok algorithm is so strange that like it kind of um, begs for like quantity. So like some people just make a bunch of videos and that works for them. Um, and then interestingly enough, a lot of times like you could make your best video. You would think this is like your or even or like you might write something you might think this is my best piece mm-hmm. and the audience mightn't like it mm-hmm. but then you just really you just write something in like a uh, hour or something very short um and that's like the audience's favorite piece so it's, it's interesting and it, it, it's pros and cons to both sides i guess yeah because i um i have people that where they are like well entrepreneurs i should say and they they sell their books there they get more um more um, sales than on Instagram because you know the Instagram mm-hmm. algorithm just going through. <laughs> because I I used to post before when I first started I used to post a lot and then I stopped I did I started posting like once a month and then um, mm-hmm. people told me you have to be consistent with it mm-hmm. as you w- nobody wants to see your um stuff and I realized like recently a few months recently and um yesterday I realized that people probably not seeing my um work so i'm like what should i do but i'm like you know what i'll just post it there whoever wants to like whatever comment read it it's up to them yeah you just you just you just yeah. post you do your thing and yeah. at the end of the day i don't think we should be ruled by likes and comments etc yeah. because you know people always looking for um interesting things to learn and read you know <laughs> so i i, I would be, i didn't always be happy to hear that so I want to go back onto the topic of music for a bit because um, as you okay. were saying well you're a pan player I know you as a pan player way before okay. <laughs> I asked you about the K-pop thing um, because I actually yeah. actually met I actually saw you in C3 I think when it was last month yeah you were hurrying <laughs> to go somewhere I was going to say hi but <laughs> <laughs> you should have yeah. said hi oh as in I wasn't performing I was just there yeah, you was walking real fast. You should have said hi. You're from South. I didn't know yes, from South. yeah, yeah. I'm from South. Oh, I yeah. was convinced when when you messaged me. I, con- I was convinced you were even from Trinidad. I don't know why. Oh my God, you and Charlotte totally same. So I'm like, oh, why? Because <laughs> both you asked, both of you asked many times. Once, but I mean, I have I have my that one that I tweeted you from was my my um account that I made for Dynamite. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think it's because your um your name yes, is um I changed it. Is not 
Yeah. Yeah, and then the picture looks like I don't know. It just looks foreign for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I I I made it kind of so, but even though I put the flag there because with that account, like what I realized with that account, nobody don't judge you. Like, like when you know you have the um kind of badge on, and if you verify yeah. account, they bound to reply to you, which I find is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they're learning things from you, even knowing that okay, you're from a different country because they see new flag and new bio. Anyways. Yeah, I feel you, I feel you. Yeah. So um so I think you were sponsored by Digicel, no? Yeah. Or yeah. you work with Digicel? Like tell me how that came up to be. I think I I did I was working so I do a mostly majority but actually no, all my videos are done by um Antonio Achi. Uh film yeah, Antonio yeah, Achi. That's I know him. when I do my professional <laughs> big covers, he does it for me. And he at at the time he was working on Digital and I think after we did like our first and second video, they reached out to him to reach out to me to to do a video for I think it was Independence and I was like twenty eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. Um and then afterwards it just that just became a thing. Um I was doing videos for Digital. Um now so much so that my pan because I have a Digital magnet on my pan. And so mm-hmm. now like Everybody knows me now as like the digital man. Yeah. Like, pan is digital pan. <laughs> um, like today, I did a um, I was doing an interview earlier on, mm-hmm. and I had to, after actually like the second part of the interview is actually going and play for them, and it's like yeah, make sure I'm play with the digital pan. Eh? So that's so funny that it's become like uh, a part of my. That's brand. what they recognize you as. <laughs> um, but yeah, so- a lot of people don't even know that it's just a magnet, but because it, 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 they think like it's like permanently on the pan. Oh, I thought it was a sticker or something. On. Yeah. It oh. was a sticker in the beginning, but sometimes mm-hmm. I had to like take it off for different things, and that was just yeah, too um, I realize you difficult. Take it off. Yeah, so it was like these magnets are just the easiest thing. Yeah, I see. Well, I see. Like, um, well, of course, many different content creators, um, content, but um, I think you, I think one or two, maybe you work with different like local TikTokers. I shouldn't call them yeah. TikTokers, right? I should just call them digital yeah. content creators. <laughs> My bad. Uh, yeah. Um. No, but, I think I think a lot of the cool would be just called TikTokers. That's fine. Yeah, I know some people feel like, oh no, not that name. Nah, I, I, funny people, I don't, I know, I don't mind because at the end of the day, aspi is aspi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we, if you, you like, okay, so my largest following is on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So if you call me a TikToker, what well, can I really tell you? That's not a TikToker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I know you're from. What's, once you post in TikToks every day mm-hmm. or just like multiple times a week, you're mm-hmm. a TikToker. So, mm-hmm. you know, we also are digital content creators, but you can't, um, you can't be angry for, for people for just yeah. recognizing you from TikTok and just associating the word TikToker to yeah. you. So, you can call me that. You can call me whatever you want. That's fine. Yeah. So, I want to ask how did you like manage to like um, do song covers? Like, are the song covers, I mean, the notes for them, are they hard to do or how like. How how long does it take for you? Oh, um, some of them, it depends. Some of them are actually okay. So I learn them by ear, so I can actually just um sit down and listen and, and pick them out. Um, and some of them are, very, are fairly like easy to do. Some of them could take like about five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on like the melody and or some of them are um, some of them take very long. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also like the style of music or um, so like, um, Indian songs are very difficult for me to learn. Wow, just because like. Indian songs, are, um, they're very, um, I'm not familiar with listening to Indian music on a whole. And this, they, they do like a lot of slides in, the, in this, in like, like the vocals, or yeah. even like the instruments. They do like a lot of slides. And so 
on it, I think playing that on a, on a steel pan is a bit difficult. It's like one slide might be like 15 notes in that one slide. Yeah, it's and been that is me. That's me literally figuring out. Trying to figure that out. And that's a little difficult. Um, interestingly enough, the K-pop covers I did mm-hmm. were kind of difficult for me to do. I think, which one was it, boy? I did, um, uh, I think it was Likey by Twice. Likey. Yeah, I know Twice. And, yeah, that one took a, a lot of work for me to learn just because of, um, the structure of the song is not, is not something I was used to. Uh, I can't remember how it song, how it goes now. But I know Fancy. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 me like it, 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 like You have a specific cover that you enjoy, like, enjoy listening to, or enjoy working on? As in the song itself, or my version of it? It could be both, both. Um, the song itself, what cover? I actually really enjoyed that twice, like, he, like... I will check it out. I, I don't even know why. Pardon, sorry? I said I will check it out. <laughs> yeah, I read like tw- twice like like I remember even I don't know what was about it. Um in terms of m- me playing, I I try not to allow myself to have like favorites just mm-hmm. because I think it um mm-hmm. it kinda like leaves like a room for comparison for future yeah, yeah, projects. Yeah. yeah. So I don't allow myself to have favorites. I wouldn't even allow myself to say like which one I enjoyed working on. Okay. Or, Okay, my best answer for that is that I enjoy I, I enjoy the most working on the next one. Whatever is next, <laughs> I'm going to put like my all energy into that. <laughs> okay, so people like normally ask you to do covers then? Yeah, yeah, as in like, uh, you mean as in um, like singers themselves, artists themselves, or as in like just the public? The public. Yeah, a lot of people they recommend, a lot of songs I do are recommended by people. I think... I'm pretty sure the K-pop covers I did were recommended by people, um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's very often it's me. Um, when you see me do something that like a genre that I have never done before, mm-hmm. it's normally recommended by somebody to do. Oh, okay, that's how it started then. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And how how um how you think it was received by the local public? Um, which cover in particular, the K-pop? Well, like, well, oh, oh, just you, on a whole, all. on a whole. Um, I think, well, one, I've been doing covers for a very long time. I've, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people see my content and think that, like, I just started doing covers, mm-hmm. but I've been doing covers for years now, actually. Um, I would never so I think know at this point. I would never know I, that. I said I would never know that, only besides the independence one, and then, then probably, like, um, on TikTok. I only see like once or twice on TikTok and well those who post it on Twitter. Yeah. Uh yeah, nah, I've been doing covers for years. I um, never know that. And because you, know, you remember I've always been playing part all my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's always been like me releasing like um I just scrolled down on my Instagram and I'm seeing covers from all like twenty eighteen and twenty seventeen and stuff. No, and this is like that's cool. Me me throughout the year playing like drop releasing videos yeah. throughout. And you can watch your um, improvement. Yeah. And you grew Um, so like my first professional like where I had like videographers and stuff was done in um twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. That was the first time that I did one. But I had a um I was part of a band called the Triplets before and we used to be doing covers all the yes, time. Yes, I know about the triplets. 
I, I think yeah. it wasn't um you all used to be in Salt Park Salt or Park. something. Yeah, yeah. We used to go there real often. Yeah. Well, we used to do cover videos and stuff and we were together all 2016, 2017. So it's yeah. been a while. Yeah. Um but in terms of the answer question, I think um so the the, the audience that I've built, um they I think they enjoy I, well, not even just the audience I built, I think the people on a whole they enjoy the covers, um and they enjoy just hearing these songs on C Fan. So yeah. and I'm forever grateful for them. So Yeah. Okay, I think, um, as you know, well, heading down to the main reason why I choose to interview you. Um, so I'm, I'm doing a study, well, more focusing on the impact of BTS that it has on local, the local, well, the Caribbean itself. And what people may not know is that some of their music, it, like, um, it has like similarities and differences between our cultures and you know like k-pop and anime is a thing here within the caribbean and in trinidad which is really big um so like like (laughs) when um so i remember like seeing like dynamite which that was like the first English cover and I think would you say well that was like um like would you say that was like like um your big hype up in terms of on, on Twitter um is it was it was it it was for sure in terms of keep up on a whole there it was yeah. one um it was a keep up cover that i did which was like yeah i think my best received video yeah my best received t- tweets ever because you know why because <laughs> yeah uh, but i'm not i don't it could be dynamite actually i think it was dynamite yeah. i would say probably on twitter because like i remember no one <laughs> nobody didn't want to like do anything because um you know, as a small artist, I mean, you probably could um, relate to being a small artist and, you know, and where the fans doing everything for them and not being, not being um, privileged in a sense, you know, to move back, to go places and, you know, um, so the fans was literally doing everything for them. So everybody was like promoting them and that's how like, you know, um, how they promoted dynamite because if you were to yeah, see the, the army ratio between army army on army it is ridiculous because some people gain like k likes and like a million and whatever and i remember standing when i saw the dynamite i sent it to um i them on they had like a promotional thing the bts tiktok promotional thing so i sent it for them but i ended up seeing that they retweeted it on another bigger account so i was like oh okay they probably they see it <laughs> Yeah, no, their um, their fan base is amazing. Cause I remember, mm-hmm. um, so when I do covers, like I I normally share it in groups. Like let's say I do a cover mm-hmm. of um, like Ed Sheeran, I'll share it in like an Ed Sheeran group or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember one, so I did the K-pop. I did just yeah, I did the Dynamite. And I think like the day it was like a day after, two after, I was about to share it in some groups. Mm-hmm. And like people have already shared it in groups, like multiple times and i was like this has never happened before yeah for people to actually see the covers and promote it too 
um, themselves that much now, as yeah. in like in other groups, people share the videos normally, but to share it that, like to go that far, yeah. I was like, wow, and then like I'll find just like a bunch of army pages, local army pages sharing it, and yeah. they, they really, they really, yeah. really support um, just like K-pop and BTS, and it's amazing mm-hmm. for me to see. Yeah. People don't understand, it's because like in terms of the music, I remember you used to be hearing all kind of pop music, and I, when I, I got into K-pop, what a friend told me that in secondary school, and then well, I wasn't really that too much into it until I ended up discovering, like my friend ended up telling me about BTS in 2015, so that's how I ended up going back into it, probably just reading the lyrics, because like, um, if you were to listen to Bap, say, and Silver Spoon, it talks about how the older generation, how they treat the younger generation and stuff, all these different kind of things, but some people, they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't understand that because they're not reading you know they're kind of ignorant and stuff like that and that's one of the reasons why i chose to do this study um because i remember um there was these teachers i think it was during the month of ramadan and they were like talking about how their students so obsessed with the bts and i'm like i'm like i mean if they were to ask them what it means or the impact it has you know how older people is and i was like I was like, I'm going to go and do my study, yes? Forget about that, because I'm a psych student, so I could take my knowledge from that and apply it to the study itself. So, and I mean, I remember I wanted to do it, I think it was only last year I started it. I wanted to start it in 2019, but the fear of doing it to get mocked or bullied, you know? Yeah, Yeah, I feel you, I feel you. But just remember, I don't think you should ever be ruled by that fear. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm glad that I did it because I was able to meet other people and I reach out to other army. Like they have a ton of free resources, so I would be able to share it with them. And you know, some people don't even know where the Caribbean is. Oh like, wow! Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I remember I did a virtual boot with them. That was the first exposure that I had for the um thing, just as a sneak peek to show the study. And a girl was telling me she didn't even know where the Caribbean was, and I was like so grateful for that. And then I end up, I haven't, I end up expanding on the ideas to show okay local people um that they, you know they're doing their own stuff as well as you know doing um whatever stuff that may um be related to K-pop or BTS, you know. Because the idea, the purpose of the study is to recognize that, okay, K-pop, we have listeners that listen to K-pop, you know, and it has yeah. a somewhat impact on, you know, on the people of the Caribbean, yeah. For sure, I think, I think anybody that listens to, to K-pop on a whole, mm-hmm. they, it is, in, they will be impacted because I think just K-pop and just the relation that they build with, with their fans, mm-hmm. it will impact your life. Um, as I said, like all these people, once I share these covers, mm-hmm. all these people see it and they're all shared and they're all in love yeah. with it. Um, and that just shows how um, yeah. they become a part of a family. This, this yeah. They become a, a part of the army or whatever fan base. Um, they've just be, they become a part of it and it, it really is. Um, it's such an amazing thing to see and a beautiful thing to see. Mm-hmm. It's kind of motivate me as well to do, to push the event to like, to continue to do the study and as well as my um my other work like college work or my writing and stuff because i yeah. swear i just i got some really good grades out of it <laughs> i can tell you that for, for sure you. i tell you that for sure um good for you well that was the last question oh. so, yes <laughs> well that was fast thank you so yeah. much for-
having me. I really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Anytime. And that was the end of this segment. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope you guys may be able to um, pick up something from it along the way. Um, secondly, I want to thank Joshua again for allowing me to be able to interview him. And thirdly, I shall see you guys on the next segment. So, bye! Oh, you're asking.